Hi everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lindsay. Um, that's us. Wearing pajamas. I'm laughing my son in the other room said, and I'm Lindsay. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Today we are going to talk about sheltering versus not. <laughs> All right. Shall I start us? Sure. Okay. So I personally don't believe in sheltering your child from anything that other kids cannot be sheltered from. That's my, uh, that's pretty much my philosophy about it. Um, if it's, but, and, and that's, that's like, the negative things of the world. But also, like, if your kid is curious about something, then I think they're ready to hear the answer. Um, there's an age-appropriate way to give it. Um, but, yeah, anything that might be an adult problem that, you know, you don't necessarily need to burden your child with yet, like uh, maybe if you're having marital problems, you don't need to tell your kid that, per se. Um, but... Anything like the fact that some kids go to school hungry. Your kid, if your kid is old enough to be in class with those kids, they're old enough to know what they're going through. Um, it, that's my theory, like, or that's my philosophy, like, in a quick nutshell. Do you want to go yours and then I can dive in or what? Um, no, because I, I, I like your way of thinking, so go ahead and dive in. Okay. <laughs> so um, this and, like, I don't, I don't want to be like preachy or anything about it. So, you know, but it's just like, as a, I always expected to be mom to a girl, right? So all of my thoughts were about like how I would mother to a girl, like what I would teach her that I learned throughout my life or what I think that young girls need to know, different things like that. And when I had a boy, I really, I really realized that a lot of what girls go through is a result of the way that boys are parented and not how the girls are parented. And I realized, like, I really need to do a, a good job with him because I don't want my son to run around the playground, you know, pulling girls' hairs, hair because he likes them, for example. And I don't want a girl to put up with that kind of behavior just because, you know, my son wasn't ta taught that that's not okay, you know? Um, and I think this, like, kids will do things, of course. Um, kids are kids. But uh, I don't want my child to be ignorant to what his friends or classmates or peers are going through. Um, and so, yeah, it's important to me that he always knows. Uh, he knows what it's like to grow up being a girl. He knows what it's like to grow up being, you know, he, my son's white. Uh, he'll know what it's like to grow up being a minority. Obviously, I can't be like, this is the experience because I haven't lived it. Um, but you know, what I know, like I want to share with him and I'm not going to burden him with like the weight of the adult world, but anything that the kids his age are going through, like, it's important to me that he knows that because I think that every interaction we have with others, um, it really affects the, it really affects the bigger picture. Even if you're not like, you know, a person of authority, you might just be like someone's classmate or someone's friend, but certain words that you say to them really make a difference. Um, like just to throw out an example, um, I think a lot of like black kids growing up, if they're really intelligent or if they're really into video games or different things like that, 
there are white friends will say like, oh, you're so white. And that's actually really hurtful to those kids. Um, and it's really confusing to their identity. And that's an example of something that I want him to know is not okay. I want him to understand that like the world is made up of a whole bunch of different types of people and they're complex and nobody is one certain thing. And like, you know, don't like, don't say things like that, but not even just don't say that, you know, see that person as more than just one piece of their identity. I feel like that was a big ramble. <laughs> yeah. And I missed half of it because my, I was arguing with my child. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. You definitely should not, you should teach your kids about other things like that are going on. Um, especially like, like you said about kids going to school hungry, um, teaching boys how to treat women like that's something that needs to be taught young and that no means no yes goodness gracious such a hard topic because i mean who would think that no meant no Um, (laughs) and kids like excuse me kids don't really aren't really born seeing a difference in the other children around them. I think it's mostly learned and taught. Like when Oliver plays yes. with other little boys and other girls, he treats them all exactly the same. Yep. Um, and I just don't think – I think that, you know, they are all equal individuals, but those little girls will live their lives a little bit differently than Oliver. And um, I think that – we can all, no matter the age, take that into account when, you know, in the dealing with the people around us. And it doesn't even just benefit them. It benefits you to be able to say, like, maybe the way that this person acts or the way that they speak is a result of them living a different life than me. Um, and I can't change what they say or do, but I can change how I respond. And um, if we can all take that tiny, tiny bit of extra effort, it's almost nothing really. If we can all do that, like to be a little more considerate, like everyone is happier. We're happier. The people we interact with are happier. I don't understand why anyone wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I also Switch just don't think a little it's bit. fair. Yeah. To just Switch be like, gears. oh. <laughs> God. No, it's just, it's just, I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, well, this is my life. Other people's problems don't affect me. Like, no, you got the life you got out of luck. Like, you were yeah. lucky to be born into the life that you got. So Very. to just spit in the face of that and not care about anyone else who has other problems is ignorant to me. Very. Very ignorant. Okay, switch your gears. Um, switch gears. <clears throat> Easter just passed. No. It really hasn't. It really hasn't. But when this episode so- goes up, it will probably be past. Oh, I was so I'm confused. thinking in the future, Lauren. Bear with me. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know this is what Oliver's second Easter, but his like first one that he actually gets to like enjoy mm-hmm. or got to enjoy since we're in the past now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know we went over this around Christmas time about with S-A-N-T-A. I'm going to spell it because I have someone in the other room. Mm -hmm. Um, What are you – I remember – I don't remember what we said 
about S-A-N-T-A. Um, what are your feelings on the Easter Bunny? So I – here's the thing. I don't think <clears throat> that most kids necessarily believe in that bunny or many of those fictionalized characters. Um, I like – when I think back to being a kid, I don't know that I necessarily ever – I know I got excited for Santa. I know I was like – wanting to see him. But when I think about all the other, you know, characters that were supposed to, uh, like the Tooth Fairy and Easter Bunny and stuff, like, I don't know that I ever thought about them that way. I think I was just more looking forward to getting the basket, having the experience. And so to me, uh, like I want to give that experience to Oliver. So like, sure, I'll talk about the Easter Bunny and Santa and all of that. Um, And if he figures it out, he figures it out. But I think it's more, to me, it's more about creating the fun experience. Yeah, I think it's more about having them believe in something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Their imagination. Like, I think it builds imagination stuff and, like, creativity and stuff. So I think, like, that... It needed to be brought up for this because it is kind of like, I guess we are sort of sheltering them in a way. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a good form of sheltering. And I feel like if you didn't, you would be one of the only, or Oliver or Tim would be like one of the only ones in school who didn't yeah. believe in that. And they would be the one that goes around telling other kids that it's not true. Which is such a dick move. (laughs) So bad. Um, But yeah, no, I agree with what you're exactly like. I, I mean, every year we're going to have for Tim an Easter basket um, or the tooth fairy will come and good Lord, don't even get me started on the tooth fairy. (laughs) Why is she so expensive nowadays? She is. She is. I had someone tell me the other day that they gave their child, God, what was it? It was like $10, I think. And I'm like, damn. And then their like justification was because he had it pulled. And I was like, sorry. So you spent money for the the tooth to be pulled and you're going to give them a high money? I was like, no, 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 no. Nah. I don't know if we've said this, if I've said this, we've talked about the tooth fairy before. But what I'm going to do is go to the bank and get a bunch of $2 bills because they're kind of magical because they're not really oh, in circulation yeah. and give $2 bills from I like the that. Tooth Fairy because I'm it's not stupid. something you get all the time and it's $2. <laughs> that's cute. So that's what I'm going to do because I think it's ridiculous. There yeah. is no way in hell I could afford that much for freaking teeth. No. <laughs> um, but what would you do oh, gosh. if he, like, directly asked you, like, is such and such real? Um, I think I would ask why they are questioning it, you know? Because if it's just something like, oh, someone told them, or if they really, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I wouldn't know why they were asking. Yeah. Um, 
before I just be like, oh yeah, no, hundred percent, it's not real. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I don't want to, because I mean, all kids want to believe, and I feel like it yeah. is somewhat traumatizing when you find out they're not. Um, but so. I think it would depend on his age and the situation, but I think I would definitely ask, like, oh, well, why are you having questions? Like, what do we need to talk about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, bring it up in a question form before just being like, yeah, no, you're right, honey. It's mommy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. I haven't really been totally sure how I felt about that. That's why I asked. (laughs) Yeah. um, That was a good question because I really wasn't – I don't know, but I, I would like to think that I would, um, definitely ask, be like, Oh honey, like why did you, why are we having questions about this? What happened? You know, make it a discussion instead of just coming out with a definitive, no, you're right. (laughs) Your speculation is absolutely correct. It's mommy, honey. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just want my kid to be able to, like, ask me anything. Definitely. Um, but I also, like, I just want them to, be- like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just fun to have a kid believe in something. It is. And it I is. think I will be crushed when Tim gets that age. And, the ha- like, because that's, like, the magic's gone. You know what I mean? Like, Christmas yeah. just becomes Christmas, you know? Like. Not that that's a bad thing, um, <laughs> but it just becomes, it's not more about like putting the gifts together when they're sleeping and hiding all the gifts till Christmas Eve and right. like, it's more fun when they're kids and they believe in it, you know? I wonder if there's like a really great tradition that could sort of replace it at that age. Like maybe you start each year volunteering at a soup kitchen together or like maybe you sponsor a Christmas for another kid or like maybe there's something different that you could yeah. do. I, I don't, I'll have to brainstorm. I have many years ahead. I hope before that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually Drew's family and they include me, um, around Thanksgiving, they do a soup kitchen dinner. Um, we weren't able to make it this last year, but the two years before then, we did go. And it's life-changing. It's nice. It's it's really life-changing. Um, Which also goes back to us, like, saying that we're not going to shelter our kids. Like, that's a really good example of a way to show your child, like, look, you're so lucky and you should appreciate yeah. it so much. And also, you should help out. There's a lot of people who need helping. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> My son loves Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Good. Um, what about the big question? Uh, do you know what it is? I don't. I'm now curious what this big question is. Mommy, where do babies come from? Oh, I thought of that earlier. Um, I, I'm definitely not going to say the stork because that no story stork. is just stupid. So dumb. Um. Plus, like, I have maternity photos from when I was pregnant with Tim on my wall, and he knows he was in my belly. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's not – there is no stork, you know? Um, He didn't just magically appear on my doorstep kind of thing. Um, So 
I don't, I don't know. It depends on his age on how like in depth I would go. I think he's okay with knowing that like, oh, you were in mommy's belly and then you weren't anymore. (laughs) Um, And you don't need to know how you got into mommy's belly. Like none of that stuff needs to be until they are older and need to understand that. There will be, for when I, for us, there will be a level of directness. I just don't know what it is yet. But I just hear a lot of small children, uh, like, repeating things nowadays that I think it's a, just a mix of, like, the subject matter on TV, things they hear other adults say, and, like, just what all is easily available on the internet right now. Mm-hmm. If they do a quick search, which kids know how to do really early. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Even if you, like, protect your kids' internet access and all that, like, other kids just – I don't want them to get misinformation, and I also don't want them to, like, not trust me because they asked me and I said – Oh, mommy. Like, okay, here's an example of one thing I'll never say. Um, Well, mommy and daddy, when they love each other very much, they give each other a special hug. Oh, God. (laughs) Because 100% there have been children that I've read, like, stories on, you know, BuzzFeed or Twitter or wherever it was that, would, you know, kids, parents told them that, and then they went around, like, hugging other kids and saying, I'm pregnant now, or we're going to have a baby now, you know, and it's like... I just like to eliminate any of that. So I think for those reasons, like, we will be honest. Just, I'm not really sure exactly how the wording will go yet. Yeah. I guess, like, you could do, like, the term sleeping with, but not, like, go into depth what that means. Because, like, kids will just believe, like, oh, like, you're sleeping. And no boy and girl should be sleeping next to each other kind of thing at a young age. So maybe you could do it like that. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it just depends the person, depends the kid, and um, their in, their intelligence level and a whole bunch of other things could impact, like, what exactly works for you to say. Yeah. Do you – um? what do you guys do about anatomy? Do you use the direct terms? No, we say Peter. <laughs> That's right. I remember. I <laughs> and um, I mean, butts, butt, but, and Tim but. has learned boobs, <laughs> but I don't think he knows like the female anatomy and there's no really need for him to know that, you know, at the moment. Mm-hmm. But maybe like, if you had a baby girl. Yeah. You might. I may just ask. say private, you know, I don't know. Because the, mm-hmm. there's really no good term for the female perspective. And I'm using these terms because my child's sitting beside me. I don't want you guys to think I'm some prude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're also going to dinner with his grandparents later, so I don't want him to learn any new words. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> for dinner. Um, okay. But, yeah, um, I think I would just use the term private. I don't know. I'm definitely planning to use all the all the proper terminology, um, but I think that it also again circles back to like every time it comes up, you don't necessarily need to use every single word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't think of a good example right now, but like maybe in casual conversation, 
I don't know. But I do want us to be – like, I don't want penis to be a naughty word in our house at all. Um, yeah. So that's one thing. And um, I don't I don't have, like, any facts to back this up. It's just something I've seen a lot because I feel like this hot topic on the internet talking about, like, using or not using the right term. But, like, one thing that I saw consistently in comment section was that, like, it was proven that, like, kids who didn't know the proper terminology were more likely to have been sexually assaulted or molested. And that them knowing the proper terminology, I guess, like, gave them – firstly, like, made it easier for them to report it and be understood correctly versus, like, kids who might have said, like, bottom. Like, maybe if you told your kid that's your bottom, then when they report it, it's, like, not fully understood what happened. Do you know what I mean? You might not take it so seriously because you don't understand that they don't mean butt. They mean penis or, you know. So I don't I don't know what like the facts and statistics are with that, um, but yeah, I do I do want there to be clarity for that reason as well, so that he knows like very strict boundaries and also knows how to communicate. Yeah, I I don't know. I under I understand what you're saying. I don't think penis is a bad word. I just think. For his age, I don't want him running around yelling. At least now it's like, oh, maybe he knows somebody named Peter. <laughs> oh, well, he just thinks I said computer, but it's fine. Computer. Um, <laughs> Call it the computer. Yeah, we'll just change the name to computer now. Um, but I think it's, uh, I don't know, it's a very, it's it's a hard subject, you know? And it's, I feel like that's something that could be different with every child you have, depending on, like, everything, you know? Well, I think a lot of us grew up in houses where we did not use the anatomical term, scientific yeah. term. So it's an adjustment, like, it's definitely an adjustment to, like, even for me to just, like, use correct terminology in a normal conversation. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> it's a wee-wee. oh um yeah no I agree 100% like I still sometimes feel dirty I guess saying the appropriate words right when really it's like crazy it's not you know yeah you don't call your nose your snot hole (laughs) well I might now (laughs) Feet aren't your walk walks. Hey, they are now. Are your hands your grabbers? No, they're my pinchers. <laughs> this just turned into a whole new and way more fun segment. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's something we maybe we can do like a, a check in later when both of our boys are older. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I think we'll, I think really we'll end up hitting the same topics again a few times down the road. Like, yeah, because things change and our opinions could change. We all know our opinions won't change on one topic. I won't bring it up, but um, yeah, our opinions could change on some other things. (laughs) Yes. Cool. Is there any other thing that is a telling versus sheltering topic that we're not thinking of? Um, 
No, I think we covered selling, sheltering. One thing that I did want to mention is like I see a lot when it comes when it comes up um, about like explaining the world to your child, and a lot of the time it's about the that negative it's flat. things. <laughs> yeah, that it's flat. It's about the negative things that. Um, you know, people would just say, like, kids don't need to know that yet or whatever, whatever. Um, that I think people are concerned that kids are going to have, like, a harder – like, that it's going to take some degree of joy out of the kids' lives. And I just don't think that that's true. Like, I think that it's okay to tell your kid, yeah, there are bad people out there. And, yeah, there are bad yeah, things definitely. that – um, and it's, and that's life. Like, I think it's okay to tell your kid that because I don't think that takes away any magic. Like for me, um, I really think that once I finally understood that, I mean, and I was an adult, so imagine having understood as a kid, but like as an adult, once I really finally grasped, like the world can be bad and not everyone's life is like mine. Like it made my life so much better. And because I was so appreciative, but also because like I realized Everything isn't about me, and, um, you know, it it's is not? so <laughs> – I know you think it is because I'm, like, amazing. No, <laughs> it's it's enriching to hear about other people's lives, and just because other people's lives might be harder or might just be a different kind of hard doesn't also mean that they don't have wonderful, cool, unique things about their lives, too. Like, if you were to look into, like, those – you know, like the starving African kids, right? That everybody sees with the little bellies and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they have a difficult life. But I bet also that if you were to really take the time to learn about their culture, you would find something really interesting and neat. And so I just – my point is that, like, I don't think the world gets darker just because you learn about the bad things. Like, I think it can really just color it in a whole new array of, of shades and that – it can really make you a deeper person and it can also give you like a, just a different worldview. And I just like, I really want to give that to my child. You know, I want him to be a kind, compassionate person. And I also want him to like understand what like a crazy, unique world it is. Yeah. It's my little spiel of the day. (laughs) No, I dug it. Yes. So, so I think that was all of the sheltering things. Um, did you? Okay, it's my it's my your turn. turn. Mom tip. I had one and I forgot it. One mm. second. Sorry. <laughs> okay, this is probably just mostly for like newer moms, but um, and maybe it's super common now. I don't know, but they actually make necklaces with teethers on them. Yes. And they're so fun. Like, they have them at Target and uh, a couple other places. Wait, are you referring – sorry to interrupt. Are you referring to the necklace for the mom to wear? the mom, and they're actually super cute, the ones I've seen. You could get, like, different ones to match different outfits. And then when you're carrying a grumpy little troll (laughs) who's drooling and teething, you just let them chomp on your necklace. It really saved us a few times. Sorry, I'm having a meltdown. No, I love that tip. I did see those. Um, I don't think, I think they were around when Tim was a baby. Um, I just don't really wear jewelry. So. I was gifted one. Oh, that's awesome. 
had never heard of him until then. And I was so pumped. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. But yeah, Oliver loved chewing on that thing. So it was definitely like a nice thing when we're going out to not have to like find a teether and just wear one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, yeah, that is awesome. Do you have tweet? I do. All right, so my first tweet is from Mom Jeans Please. She said, pro tip, when your kid wakes from a nightmare, don't ask them what it was about. Now we are both terrified of zombies under the garage. (laughs) Oh, that mom glow says, couldn't find my son. Everyone was running around the house calling his name. Silence. I found him hiding in a corner, shoving M&Ms in his mouth. Yep, he's mine. So my next tweet is from Richard Dean at dad underscore on underscore my underscore feet. You thought you had a lot of underscores last time. Um, (laughs) They said, I just decided to let our three-year-old, quote, help me make waffles. So now you know the hazards of making critical decisions before you've had any coffee. Oh, <laughs> at Daddy Doubts says, married sex is like traveling. It takes planning. The conditions need to be right. And everyone has to pee before getting started. Accurate. <laughs> uh, so my last tweet is from at Mommed Real Hard again. Um, she said, Twitter was recommended as a place with my sense of humor where I could vent about parenting and not be judged. I didn't plan on getting followers, didn't plan on a persona or a theme. Sometimes I swear am and sometimes I swear and am supportive slash pretend. Maybe it's confusing, but I'm just going to keep being me. <laughs> I know I love Twitter. I didn't also expect for it to be such a community, but there's like so many awesome people. Okay, bun and legging says Ooh, I can't look at my <laughs> I can't look at my kids when they lay on the couch because I feel guilty for what me and my husband did on it last night. The kids would be super mad if they found out we ate all the ice cream and good snacks without them. Oh my god, I oh my god, did not see that going that way. I know. My eyes got real big and then I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay, they just ate the snacks. <laughs> that reminds me of that one um I think it was ice cream. Um, the kid like comes downstairs and his parents are eating ice cream and he, they're like, is that ice cream? And they're like, no. And then the dad, of course, acts like a child and is like, I'm a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Tim- Literally me and my husband, we quote that anytime we eat something that Tim's not allowed to have. <laughs> they're like, I'm a grown up. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for listening, friends. Another one down. Bye. Bye.